episode of Relationship Smart Women podcast. Coming to you from um, self-isolation, although I am still popping out every so often, but I thought I'd bring a special kind of episode on how to manage anxiety. So I'm finding a lot of my clients are struggling um, with managing their anxiety with COVID-19. And, you know, these, these are hard and tricky times. And I think that um, it often takes a crisis to realize that you really need some skills on how to manage anxiety. And some of us have had those crises already and we've had to buckle down and work out how the hell to manage our crazy minds and find some calm but um, if you've not had big crises you might feel that you you need some skilling up and basically I just thought I would offer offer you some ideas and um, some some notes some pointers from from what I from what goes on for me um you know and i know that this pandemic is affecting everyone whether it's on a health issue and you're struggling with health or you're vulnerable and there's anxiety around that um where uh, or economically you might be affected uh really quite badly um or it might be the stress of your living conditions and having to be in isolation, or it might be just general anxiety of, I mean, there's this mass communal fear going on and the more you read and the more you tune in to social media or the media, the more you're picking up on it. So whatever situation is going on for you, um, I feel for you, honey, and it's tough. And I also just want to add to that that this is a tough time for relationships as well. So um, I just want to really put it out there that we need some skills and that actually this is an opportunity to skill up, um, to take the time to know how important it is to really feel committed to finding a way to manage your mind and find a deeper connection within to your essential self. So what I thought I'd do is I'd make two little um, podcast episodes. So the first one is going to be focused on mindfulness, which is kind of like the step one of this and the second is going to be focused on finding a deeper connection to that essential self part of you which is kind of like your anchor in these times <sighs> yeah I just also want to say that um, for those of you who've kind of been following on my journey you know I've really needed these skills in the last week or so um, for our, my family we've had a three-month family holiday planned for about two years now that we've been saving up for, learning Italian for, lovingly booking every 
Airbnb and thinking about our itinerary and paying off and oh my god makes me emotional just to talk about it um, but yes obviously and that was to the UK and Italy and we were leaving next Monday so obviously that is not happening and it's been really disappointing I also just want to say that uh, I had a really anxious weekend um, and it all just kind of hit me and I was really teary and emotional and I had this ball of anxiety in my chest and I just didn't feel like I could, it, it wasn't leaving as easily as what I can usually manage. Um, so I needed to really dig deep on the weekend. So that's also part of the reason I wanted to share with you. I feel like anxiety, uh, can be cumulative it's always cumulative but it can really be cumulative in moments like these of great crisis I mean you've got like I said you've got this cumulative kind of uh, global anxiety happening but you've also got little things happening personally to you little disappointments little shutdowns little economic issues um, hearing stories, social media, like everything kind of adds to it until you find yourself just feeling completely frazzled. So in these moments, it's really important to be mindful. So I see mindfulness as being smarter than our evolution. Because if you think about it, we have evolved to be worried <laughs> to be anxious to be vigilant about danger in order to survive right it makes sense if you think about our ancestors on the savannah it was the ones who were worried who were anxious who were looking out for safety troubleshooting problems who survived and passed on their genes to us right and this is good right this is our systems doing their jobs right keeping us safe but we get stuck there we get stuck there and we don't actually have the balance of moving our bodies of being in the fresh air of connection of all the things that maybe our ancestors had so we actually need to be smarter than the ways that our minds are on default our mind on default ruminates it Thinks. It thinks, we think, and we've been conditioned through our schooling and our upbringing to believe that our mind and our thinking can solve all problems and, um, and sort everything out. And it's not true, especially in situations like this. Like maybe it's true when you have a logistic problem, you have to like nut it out, or you have a creative problem and you need to find a solution to it or think of an idea. Sure then our thinking can actually find the end result of a solution. But in problems such as this, unless you are needing to be creative or needing to work out logistics, our minds think they can just think and think and think and think and think and that it will come to some kind of better situation. But it's not the case. It's not going to work. It's actually going to make you feel worse. It's going to make you feel like shit because it's going to start activating your nervous system. And once your nervous system is activated, it, it takes you even more into rumination. It's a downward spiral. 
and your frontal lobes will, will not be activated. So you won't actually get that clear thinking um, part of yourself online. So we need to be mindful. Our heads are doing a great job trying to keep us safe. We're not saying they're not doing a good job and they don't have a place. They totally do. But we can't center there and feel good. We can't center in our ruminating, in our thinking, and be calm and content and resilient and, um, and have all our faculties working for us, which is what we bloody well need. The other thing about stress is that it actually... Um, it, it has consequences for your immune system, right? So stress actually diminishes our immune response. And what we need right now is our immune systems functioning optimally. So mindfulness is really key. So I got four, four things that I want to just point out that you probably already know, but just to kind of guide you back to really practicing these in these stressful times. Now, number one is that the first tip for mindfulness is just to notice when you are thinking things that aren't helpful, which I think the, the brain scientists have worked out is like 95% of the time when we use our thinking mind that it's not useful. <laughs> so apart from that 5%, 95% of the time, what you need to do is catch yourself and go, ah, there I am again, thinking. Um, is this going to be useful for me? Probably not. Okay. And what I like to do is say, okay, thank you, thoughts. And thank you to the part of me that is worried for thinking about trying to keep me safe. I really appreciate it. But if I look around at my present situation, it's actually okay. So step one is just creating some distance between you and the thought. You are not the thought. There's a part of you that's worried about you and is thinking the thoughts. That, that distance is really helpful, just that separation between you and the thought. The second thing I want to share is, is a continuation of that. It's a little act, which is acceptance and commitment therapy practice, called Leaves on a Stream. It's a meditation that you can find on YouTube or wherever you get your meditations. If you, if you Google search leaves on a stream you'll come up with lots of different ones and basically it's a little guided meditation but it's also just a concept it's an idea of a meditation that you can take with you and use in for a split second moment when you realize you're thinking so the idea is that you're visualizing yourself sitting next to a stream and the stream's running past you and when you have a thought any thought um any rumination, that you just pop it on a leaf on the stream and you watch it float on down the stream and off it goes. And then you have another thought and you pop that on a leaf on a stream, on the stream, and you watch it float down. And those thoughts might come back, but that's okay. You're just going to pop them on the leaf on the stream and watch them float away. So this is just about you going, ah, I see the thought, but I don't need to be the thought. I don't need to keep thinking that thought. I don't need to stay with it. I can let it go and I can watch it float on down the stream. Now, some of your thoughts might be things like, am I doing this right? 
And again, you just pop that on the leaf on the stream and you watch that float away. Or, is this even working? Again, pop that on a stream. Or you might have the same thought, just come back again and again and again. And that's okay. It doesn't matter. The point is that you are not your thought and you can choose to have it or not and you can pop it on a stream, on a leaf on a stream. And I have a lot of clients who find it really hard to visualize. So I just say, make it your own. Um, I've got some clients who are the stream. I've got others who are lying as the as the bank, what's it called? No, the, the floor of the stream, I can't remember. The riverbed, that's it. Some are who are the riverbed and they're watching the water flow over them or they can feel it in their body. Make it your own, whatever works for you. Whatever floats your leaf. Okay, um, the other thing I wanted to say, to share with you was about having an upset part, which is kind of like the first point that I shared with you, which is about observing the thought and going, ah, that's a thought. But this time you're really kind of going to be there for the upset part of you and you're acknowledging the part of you going, ah, I, I see that there's a worried part of me who's having this thought. And you're kind of like being the bigger self. And we're going to talk more about this in the next, in the sort of connect to the essential self part of this um, anxiety management podcast, part two. Um, but really it's just about noticing the upset part and you being the bigger self to comfort that smaller self. And we'll, we'll run through exactly how to do that in the next episode. And my fourth tip for managing anxiety is what some call a sensory bath. But it's basically getting into your body. So thinking happens kind of in your thought, in your, in your head consciousness part of you. There's a whole other point of consciousness and it's based in your body, in the present, in picking up your, on your senses, on what is the input in this present moment to your body. So noticing what you can smell, noticing what your skin can feel, noticing the temperature, noticing what you can hear, noticing the stimulus that's coming into your eyes, into your taste buds, coming into your body can also mean moving your body, feeling your body, touching your body, touching things, going into the garden with bare feet. All of this brings you to presence, brings you into this moment, which is the gateway to connecting to that deeper part of yourself. Nature is also brilliant at this because nature's going to offer you all that sensory stimulus. It's going to make you more present, uh, which is where there's going to be a little bit more balance between being centered in that ruminating head part of yourself and coming into that self part of you. So there you have it. Um, that is part one of managing anxiety. The other thing that I would be remiss not to mention here is breathing deeply into your belly. Oh, breathing is like a window into interrupting your nervous system. So 
always come back to the breath. Um, whether it's when you're doing that leaves on a stream practice or you're trying to calm an upset part or you're coming back to your senses and your body, your breath is the other part of that that's going to help you interrupt your nervous system and the survival um, stress mode that your body's kind of gone into. So sending you all the best, my darlings, and um, I look forward to coming back to, with part two of this, which is about connecting to a deeper part of yourself. But really take care of you um, and good luck with skilling up on some practices here. Bye.